This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, hmm. all the way till the end. It was white. And I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead. And uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 118. I'm Brian. I have hard nipples, and I'm Spencer. It's kind of cold in here today. A little bit. Uh, it is September the 7th. Oh, it's a sad week. Sorry. On this day in history. Uh, oh, wait. First, find us at the Arctic Pod <laughs> on TikTok Before and the Arctic Podcast.com. <laughs> no, uh, we'll get into that. But uh, no, on September 7th, on this day in history, treaty giving the Panama Canal to Panama is signed. Do you know the year? 1977. Holy shit. Nice. Is that it? Yeah. Were you looking up there? You cheater. I wasn't. <laughs> I. This is, okay, let me just tell you what happened in my brain. Okay. All right. Uh, I said to myself, 1977. And, and then I thought, why? <laughs> and then my brain was like, just do it. You never trust your instincts. Just say 1977. This all happened in just a few seconds. Right. And then I said it, and I was right. Okay, I've got a story about that wow. in just a second. But first, let me tell you what happened, okay? Okay. The Torrijos-Carter Treaties were two treaties signed between the heads of state of the U.S. and Panama. Treaties gave control of the canal that connects the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific, if you didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, The canal was constructed by and had been in the control of the United States since 1904. It's not even wide enough anymore. They're going to have to widen it soon. Well, Wait, what? Wasn't the Suez Canal just... That's in Egypt. Yeah, that wasn't the one that just clogged? Yeah, with the ever... What was it called? Ever present? (laughs) (laughs) Ever ever jammed? Ever nescence? So, Meta back to your guess on 1977. Yeah. You know how I'm listening to these moon books. Yeah. Okay. So, turns out, ah, damn it, I can't remember his name. One of the astronauts, and I want to say was 15. Okay. Apollo 15. Uh, he was the command module pilot on 15. Uh-huh. He was kind of a religious guy, but also kind of a scientist and kind of fell away from religion, if I remember right. That'll happen. And he, but he still... There was no explanation, scientific or religious, for ESP, right? There's no, no one really can explain it. Right. And so he wanted to test it. So he found a group of grad students and had a designated time while he was in space. He did it during his sleep time without the other astronauts knowing. Uh, This is going to be disappointing, by the way. Hang on. So anyway, but yeah, he did. Basically, he like thought of numbers and shapes. I want, I think it was, uh, to see if people on the ground could pick up on him thinking about them as well. The book I'm listening to gave no description of how it ended. (laughs) (laughs) So I gotta look it up. But I don't know. Now everyone else is gonna have to look it up too. Unless you wait six weeks. I want to. Did you look up the command module pilot of fifteen? Well, I've got David R. Scott, Alfred M. Warden, or James B. Irwin. Those are the three astronauts. I want to say it was Irwin. I really can't remember. 
it doesn't matter. Just know that, like, what happened was they were they were supposed to be sleeping. He was the youngest astronaut to die. Not in space. No. No. So they're they're supposed to be sleeping, right? And it's a really small capsule. Oh yeah. This and is so cool. one of the other astronauts looked under his seat and he saw him with a flashlight. I don't think he asked him what he was doing at the time, but later it came out that's what he was doing. But he couldn't fit it in. Like their their flight plans were so packed. Right. That they had like sleep time, then every minute was accounted for. Anyway, uh, what else happened? Sorry, I'm reading about this guy. It's all right. <laughs> September 7th in 1940, German, uh, Germany begins the Blitz over London. 57 days, the German Luftwaffe airily bombed London, killing 20,000 people. Really? Wow. I did not know that. 20,000, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, too bad the Blitz didn't go as well for... They didn't take over England, did they? No. No, they had the Soviets to deal with. But, hey, let's bring this, you know, we could end the episode right now because because it was because of Germany's rocket program right? led by Werner von Braun mm-hmm. that we have rockets at NASA. So let's just close it. Or SpaceX. Yeah. Thanks for being here. There's a new, uh, you, this might interest you, there's a new doc on Netflix. Okay. Um, about the four uh, civilians that are going to space. Um. I didn't even know about this program, uh, but I guess it was announced during the last Super Bowl. There's going to space? Yeah, but actually to space, not, <laughs> not you know. Like not, they're going to orbit? Yeah, and they're going to be the first civilian crew to go. Mm. Uh, Non-astronauts. Did you know that Neil Armstrong was a civilian? He had retired from, uh, I believe he was in the Navy. I think they were all Navy for some reason. Yeah. But, but they... There's there's some speculation that they wanted him to be the first because he was a civilian. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, countdown! Inspiration Four is the name of the mission. It, the documentary is called Countdown, and there's two episodes, and they're doing episodes. I don't know how many there are total, but every week they get released. I get next next. I guess Netflix is getting on that bandwagon too. Sons of bitches. There's a. A new rocket company. I saw. I saw their rocket explode. <laughs> uh. It actually got really close. It. It was successful. Apparently, the FAA has a lot of control here. I guess that makes sense. I mean, I, damn it, they really should look this stuff up before oh, we start. It's the aviation, though. What? Um, Seems like NASA should. Anyway, this rocket was taking off, and it was just a test, of course, and it it. It cleared the tower. It was doing fine. It was on a great trajectory. Broke the sound barrier. Got past the max, uh, whatever it's called, max Q or something. I don't know. It's the maximum amount of pressure, aerodynamic pressure. And it was right b- about to stage. And it, like, started to kind of angle back down. Went. And the FAA blew it up. Oh. <laughs> like, they have it. That's their abort. Right. But anyway, it was Bastards. partially successful. I don't. I still don't understand why we're reinventing... Rocket technology. Well, it is better technology, but it is also basically They keep the same. blowing up, though. I guess that's <laughs> all we have. I would assume that if there was a better way, then we'd be doing it, but... Like, I mean, like I said, the... the oh, Astra? Does that sound wobbly? Astra space. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Um, anyway, you probably like... We have, we have Saturn Vs, like, just chilling, you know? After they're old now, but we come do? on. 
Yeah, because because the Apollo program was canceled. Oh, but we had already built the rockets. Well, we have them spare for when for the, show. The Russians are. I don't remember how. How did it's they, actually how did a nuke now. End? Yeah, it's a nuke. Probably, <laughs> dude. Oh man, for all mankind. That's yeah. gonna be an interesting new season. You did finish it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was when the two on the duct tape went went on the, the spoiler alert. I'm, I'm really bummed out that they died. I am too. I was not expecting that. No, because they made it look like they got back. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> they made it look like they got back. Essentially, these there was a problem on the moon base, right? Jamestown, right? And the only solution, because the Russians were in the building, was for them to make suits out of duct tape, to like pressure suits, right? And run and hurry and fix something on the outside of the, the base and then run back. And it shows them making it back. But there's too much radiation. And they're bleeding. Right. Because the pressure is like sucking their eyeballs out. Sunstorm or something. You know what? That was a different episode, but yes, essentially. They had the solar flare yeah, that like was I know, like. But it, I, I got to rewatch. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But, um, you know, they do the same freaking thing in Star Trek and Lost in Space the newer ones, where there's some contraption outside right. the ship. Right. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest freaking thing. Like in Star Trek First Contact, they have to go on outside and go on the deflector dish to do the manual release. There's got to be a better way. I don't and know. And then same thing with uh, Lost in Space. They have to go outside to do the manual release for the, the bay doors. Well, anytime it's manual, right? Why is it outside? <laughs> It's it's a feast. Remember when we were talking about the the lunar module redocking with the command module, and yeah. if it didn't, they would have to do a spacewalk from from the one to the other. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just we, these engineers are brilliant, but just put everything yeah. on the inside. The outside should be naked. It should be. It should be. <laughs> You're in the space. <laughs> everything you, should you be. You are not in air. There's there's <laughs> when you there should be nothing. <laughs> No reason for you to have to go outside. When you're contracting this with Lockheed or North American, first rule, everything must be accessible from inside the spacecraft. Yes. The only reason they have to go out now is when they had the space shuttle, they had to go check all the tiles because, you know, we use tiles. (laughs) How crazy is that, that we have tiles that are glued on? Actually, they're not glued on. Those were... It was a huge process. The new it ones is. are glued on. It is, I mean, it is. They're they're meant they're meant to disintegrate. It's just that if they lose one, they disintegrate too fast. I don't think they're meant to disintegrate per no, that's se. The, yeah, because re- I don't think they replace all of them. Do they? They do. Yeah. Mm. Well, I should take it back. I only know about Apollo right now. All right, and those they obviously didn't ever. Oh, re- the ones on the bottom. I don't think they replaced the ones fully on the space shuttle. I think they replaced a lot of them because sure. the the whatever they're made of that like silicone it's ceramic yeah ceramic it's meant to it's meant to dissipate heat as it yeah. erodes away so like on Apollo they would see chunks flying off yeah but that that's why Columbia blew up right <laughs> but that was what was it like a piece of foam hit a tile on takeoff I don't know that it was foam I think it was ice it was it ice yeah I know and I remember that I think Atlantis went up next. And they instead of like going out and do a spacewalk, they went. They put a camera out and just like did a barrel roll. Yeah. And let mission c- control like look and see if they saw any. That makes a lot more sense. But it's like, what do you do? You gotta you go know, glue right? a tile on. If <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey, you dude, did. bring some spares. <laughs> Make sure you glue that on real good. <laughs> the yeah, I why, I'm trying to think where I saw this. It must have been some documentary 
about the new SpaceX and how they do glue them on. That's some. That's a hell of strong glue, right? Dude, there was some. But like, everything was glue for NASA. Not, but that was they were saying how the the shuttle tiles were like a huge pain in the butt because right. you had to like screw on this holder and then and they're tight. They're not that big. Rivet in right. the, the and then there were so many odd shapes that they had to. It took forever because if there's one one little yeah. gap. That heat can get through, right? Like the heat shields on. Well, um, they have. I think they have small gaps, but they're meant to be there. Right, they expand. Uh, on Apollo thirteen, it got so cold, right, because they had to shut the spacecraft down. Right, but the heat shield worked so well that when they opened the door in the ocean, a huge plume of of cold air came out of the capsule. Oh, really? Yeah, it was still cold even after they re-entered for ten minutes on fire. Well. I'm, uh, there's there's videos because um, some of the Na- NASA I think in in Florida you can uh, they've got you know big the big tiles yeah and they'll like heat them up and then let you touch them and there's you know they're they cool down fast yeah they're like red hot but you can almost still touch them <laughs> yeah <laughs> here oh let's... here's a thermal demonstration right here <laughs> well suck me sideways I'm gonna put this up here if you can go to YouTube unless we put it on TikTok. What, you, what? what is that? I don't know. There's apparently, the tiles. Apparently Google wants me to... Oh, yeah, this is the... Okay, hold on. I better just send this to you. Nine per, 90% air, 10% silica fibers, a few millimeters thick. Oh, this is crazy. Okay, I just sent you the Each video. Each one has a serial number, dude. Like, this, it's crazy. I know. They yeah. have to fit in perfectly. Yeah. If you've never looked at the space shuttle up close... It looks like Legos. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. In fact... Yeah, that could be said for almost all aircraft. You know, you look far away, but you get close, and there's, there's, you know, panels like this big, right? Of, um, oh, look at that! Look at all those serial numbers right <laughs> on the tile. It's crazy. You, anyway, watch this video. This is crazy. Did you send it to me? Uh, yeah. Do I have to make sure? Oh, I gotta turn this one off. Stop, YouTube! I'll kill you. Hang on. This is not. This is <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Do we have audio? Did you ever get your Bluetooth paired? Yeah. Then yes. Okay. Make sure it's the YouTube sometimes mutes it. No? I thought, no, no audio. Mm. Well, fuck, man. <laughs> well, what we're looking at is, oh, man. Yeah, they're glowing red, yellow, glowing orange, and the guy's holding it. They they take him out of a kiln. A kiln? That's crazy. That why he shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> well, that's how effective they are. <laughs> that's insane, man. I don't get it. The audio wouldn't have mattered there, to be honest. But yeah, he's it's basically these cubes of the same shit that are glowing red hot, but he's able to pick it up. I don't know. I wonder. So. Do they feel cold to the touch when they just left in in room temperature? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just the ceramic. It just. I don't know. It must. Like it gets, it gets hot. It dissipates the heat, but not. You cold, know, not I hot. bet if we had the audio, she would explain <laughs> what the hell's going on. <laughs> I listen. Output. Studio Live. There we oh go. There we gosh. go. Okay. All right. Let's go back. 
2,200 degrees. Okay, so they just pulled him out of the oven. They've been in there hours, and he just he just casually picks it up, and it's still glowing. Do you think the first time he did it, he was like shaking? I would. Twenty two hundred degrees. I mean, I'm not touching that shit. I know, right? What happens if I don't touch it by the corners? <laughs> Look how fast they're turning. Yeah. They're not glowing. This is this is like fantastic podcast material. I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's everyone. I mean, it's uh, cool. The YouTube address is youtube.com. Watch question mark V equals P capital P P nine capital Y eight X. <laughs> Sorry, A X eight U N O M. So got that. Great. Yeah. Just look space shuttle thermal oh, tile demonstration. Uh, yeah, you could yeah, just, you just do, do that. that. That'd probably be. Yeah, that'd be better. That'd probably be. It's cool, but the space shuttle tiles. I don't even know why. Uh, why we were talking about that, but I don't know. We always talk yeah. about space. Oh, stuff on the outside. Mm, yes, <laughs> why the everything. Hell? Should, <laughs> you should be able to access these <laughs> tiles from the inside of the spacecraft somehow. Yeah. All right. Well, I just sent you something else. Okay. Speaking of space travel, actually, it has absolutely no <laughs> transition whatsoever. Um, I just sent you a picture of a map of the U.S. Okay. Um, go ahead and pull that up there and tell me what you think that is. A map of? The United States. No. Oh. See, it's uh, covered in red and green dots. Oh, man. Um... Red and green dots. It's concentrated definitely with population. Midwest, got the Northeast, red and green. Um, COVID? No, no. <laughs> That's what it looks like, right? Yeah. It looks like some kind of a virus spreader map. Well, yeah. in a way it is because what this is, someone has managed to hobble together a website here uh, with all the working and non-working McDonald's ice cream machines in the United what? States. Dude, I saw a headline about this. What's the deal? <laughs> so McDonald's is being investigated by the FTC <laughs> because of their ice cream machines being broken so frequently. The Federal Trade Commission yeah. is well, investigating McDonald's. So this guy, first off, this guy, uh, he's a kind of a YouTube or Facebook presenter i don't know but he does little documentaries and he did a pretty extensive documentary <laughs> about this okay and it's pretty shady there's there's legitimate reasons so are they how are they how are they misleading the shareholder um like at, at the quarterlies are they like we promise all the machines are working the news you've heard is false right and the news is that but they're like they're looking at the shake cells that the uh, franchisees, franchisees are under contract to buy their machines from this specific dealer. They 
are also required to have them serviced by this specific dealer. And the machines break frequently. And in order to fix them... They can only go to one person. And the one person charges a ass load just to access a menu and often just press a button. And right. it it goes back to the McDonald's brothers as far or or the guy what's I don't remember the guy that that screwed the McDonald's brothers. But their their McDonald's and Michael, this company Michael are Keaton. like buddies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And um anyway, I got off I'll find the documentary. Just maybe look up uh, on, on YouTube. Okay, so there is definitely a legitimate gripe here, but how did he how did he stumble onto this? He's not like a pissed off customer who never can get his ice cream. I, I think he was. He was. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. That's why else would you? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, because it is. It's a. a it's you know. I want to go to McDonald's and get a McFlurry. You drive up. Um, our ice machine's broken. Because you know it's not broken. Right. Or if it is, it's. No, I, don't I don't know the last time I got a McFlurry. I don't. I prefer I've, blizzards, but blizzards and Arby's shakes are really good. So are Carl's Jr. Freaking Carl's Jr. closed up here. Yeah, it's been closed for a while. I know, crazy. I don't know what happened. Yeah, is this the this Johnny Harris? I think is the. Oh no, 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 no. The real reason. Just call. It's our hour. Oh, that's just insane. <laughs> Hold on. I have no idea I what you're it saying. Is, it is. Whoa. Ah, my bad. I'm working on the biggest project of my entire life. I don't think this is the McDonald's thing, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is the guy, Johnny Harris. Okay. Uh, he does a lot of documentaries, and they're not long, but they are pretty interesting. They're just other, they're YouTube docs. Yeah. Okay. Like the McDonald's one is 30 minutes, though. All right. It's had 8.3 million views, and it was four months ago. Does must it's, People it, must be pissed. It's legit. Yeah. It's a legit You know what's doc. happening? I'm telling you what's happening. Huh. So he did this. He put it on YouTube. He did some SEO, right? And what's happening is people are in the drive-thru saying, can I get a McFlurry? And they say, sorry, the machine's broken. Uh -huh. And the person's phone hears them say, the fucking machine's broken again. <laughs> and so then on their Google Facebook, this video pops up. Right? Yeah. Because we know that, I mean, that happens. Right. Everybody knows that's happening. Right. So. I'm going to, you need to, if, if I listen to that podcast that you sent me, then you need to watch this documentary. I will watch it. There you go. It's fascinating. Tonight when I go to sleep, well, I'll watch sleep it. On it. It's, just, it's pretty <laughs> riveting. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Now, I haven't, uh, I haven't told many people this because it's kind of like when you're having a baby, you know, you want to make sure things are, are looking good before you tell people. I'm in the process of buying a house. You want to jinx it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, it's getting close enough where I f I'm feeling a little more comfortable saying, okay, I think this is going to happen. Right. Um, but I learned something about my my new house the other day. And, you know, I, I hesitate calling it a house because it's more like <laughs> Willie's shack from right. The Simpsons. It's very small. <laughs> the groundskeeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very small. Two, two, you know, they're not really even bedrooms. I, I realize they Just don't have closets. Two rooms. Two rooms. Right. A kitchen. But it has uh, it has all new electronic and plumbing, and we found out why in the first addendum, which which is fine, okay. But I want you to Google. We had a ghost continually plugging the <laughs> toilet. 
I want you to Google 60th <laughs> Avenue, uh, Ogden. I mean, are you comfortable telling people your exact address? Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? <laughs> Shit. Well, whatever. Well, you can bleep it. You can... Don't, that's, that's true. Uh, wait, it's on YouTube now. Hang on. <laughs> uh, I'll blur it. I'll blur it. All right, all I'll right. take it off the screen and all I'll blur right, it. All right, all right, all right. All right, so what, but I still have the no, page okay, up. Okay, go to news. Okay, news. I have now Googled Spencer's address, and I'm clicking on news. Oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Well, okay. So, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ogden house fire kills man apparently squatting in vacant home. Man found dead inside burning house in Ogden. Man found dead in Ogden house that caught fire. How many different ways can you write this? I know, right? (laughs) Now, in the addendum, I'll admit I didn't really read through it because we had been told that there was a fire um, in the back of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is the house. Yeah. Well, but it's all been rebuilt. Like, it's all like that back of the house is new. The inside has been gutted and... Right. Did you show this to the appraiser? I think... Well, it was on the addendum, so I think they already... Yeah, they need to know because they can bring that price down No, they down did for know. Okay. They do know. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, however, I did not know about the hobo dying right. in a closet. This poor man. Which is interesting because, as I said earlier, there are no closets. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I mean, this is November 9th. I know. It's not even that long well, ago. And I mean, well, my point mostly was that it's cold. Right. So this guy just needed a warm place. Right. He probably lit the fire. Maybe. And then it, it quickly, you know, maybe does what fire does. He needed some tiles. <laughs> some of the nasty <laughs> tiles, obviously. <laughs> I wonder how much those cost a piece. Anyway, like a million dollars. So for those of you that believe in ghosts and haunting and stuff, um, I guess there's a real possibility that, uh, yeah, we might have to take some, some measurements. I have to download bust, an bust, app. Bust by a shaman or something. Yeah. And, and if, if you, if we, for some reason forgot to take out Spencer's address, don't, don't be a dick. Well, I don't really have anything of value. And, but I mean, don't uh, mail you mean things. Do you think people would do I that? I don't know. You're right. I, if anybody's going to get hate mail on the show. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's me. That's true. But. I don't think I, I'm, you know. We should get a P.O. box. Poe. Get some, anth- we get some anthrax. Oh, no, I don't want. <laughs> I'm not super into that, but. <laughs> I, speaking of hate mail. Speaking of anthrax. There was a, I want to say she's American uh, tennis player at the U.S. Open. Uh-huh. I don't know her name. I haven't been watching the Open this year. What's your favorite? You didn't watch it? I know, but, you know, Federer's not playing, and it's just hard. Mm. But. She lost, and in her uh, press conference after the fact, she was talking about how many death threats she's planning on getting on social media. I was like, what? Jeez. So I guess tennis players in the United States and probably other countries, when they lose, get death threats? From what, gamblers or something? I don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I've never sent a single death threat to anyone. Like via social media. I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, not Pe- a, not any method. If the last couple of years have showed me anything, people are dumb, man. They're just yeah. crazy. I mean, all these whack jobs on the airplanes freaking out. Yeah. Uh, 
like she she's got she why? probably sends them all to the FBI, right? I would, like I'd probably little IP address and your is this direct to right. I, I don't know. Who I mean, you know what's even crazy? You got a VPN that? so you can send a death Which, threat. <laughs> wait, are you saying she got mail mail? No, no, no. Like social media. So I was gonna say, how messed up does a person have to be to go? Buy a, buy a uh, an envelope, <laughs> right. a freaking stamp. a stamp for like a dollar. What's a stamp now? Wait in line at the post office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that's messed up. I know. Just, um, whatever, man. She lost the tennis match. I know. That's, that's, that's dumb. Yeah. I uh, I have something. I want to... Uh, I want to ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> a hypothetical question. Now... I just sent you a video, more okay. more of that. Okay. But well, you know, I can describe this one in, in detail as it, as it happens. Uh, this is from TikTok. I saw it yesterday. As you may or may not know, New Jersey, uh, New York, they all got the remnants of Ida and ended up ended up having more deaths associated with it, right? Uh, than the Gulf Coast did. Uh, but I got volume. New Jersey was hit by tornadoes, pretty decent sized ones, and which is sort of atypical. Before I play this, you see Utah had a couple touchdowns? Tiny? <sighs> I don't want to talk F about zeros? it. F-Zeros? They were F-2. One of them was F-2. One of them got to F-2. And I had to hear about it from a friend. I had no idea. Oh, man. Because our National Weather Service here sucks donkey balls. You need to pay for the NOAA app. Dude, are, <laughs> are you, you know who you're talking to. I have an app that w tells me... Every well, tornado warning Evidently in the United States. I know. <laughs> and I drove right by where it happened an hour earlier. Uh, I, I had no clue. Yeah. I didn't have a clue till three days later. My friend was like, did you see this? Like, what? An F2. Yeah. Oh, when I was reading, it was an F0. And it's really like, I, I didn't even know. There, that's like a windstorm. Yeah, it's pretty. With funny. a funnel cloud. Yeah. All right, let's play this video. All though. right. All right, so what this is. Oh, where's the volume? There we oh, go. Oh, there it is. We're uh, on a patio. There's a man looking outside. He's on his deck. Shut the slider. Then there's a tornado out front. And he realizes... He's walking in the front of his house? Yeah, he's like, oh, sh... Okay. Stay, stay. And he's like, oh, sh... I need to go. So he runs down into the basement with Does his he, dog. Tell me he holds onto a toilet. No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Well, I don't know, actually. The power goes out. Ooh, that's a panic sound. You could hear that panic. All right, he's in the basement now. Oh, shit, it's dark now. He's the he's by the water out. heater, too. He needs to get away from that shit. All his alarms are going off. Now he's going to go back upstairs. His dog's not very good at listening. Dog's like, let me outside. It's <laughs> dangerous in here. And his house is just... Oh, it just blew out of a window. And then you can see the tornado. In the, I yeah. love this shot. It's just... The guy saw it coming. It went directly over his house. Oh, my God. Freaking... Look at the house across the street. It's just, like, toast. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw the before picture that he was, showed. It looks like it's being built. Oh, look at his house. Yep. The whole wall is missing. Yeah. Shit. Is it New Jersey? Yeah. It's kind of not... Uh, it's really Tornado Alley right there. <laughs> I know. It's actually a really strong, big, strong tornado. That's a for, wide tornado. For New Jersey. Look how wide it is. Yeah. It Did was, you look it up? It was uh, EF3, I think. Right on. 
Um, but here's my hypothetical, and, and I kind of got to thinking about our earthquake last year. Yeah. And how my sister and a lot of my coworkers were saying things like, that was terrifying, that was so scary, I hated it. And how I was thinking, that was kind of crazy and cool, man. Like, Yeah, was, I wasn't that scared. That was fascinating. And then <laughs> so I sound like a... I wasn't that scared, man. Yeah. I was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I shit my pants, but I wasn't, I wasn't that scared. <laughs> and then when the aftershocks came, you could kind of hear them coming, and I was like, oh! <laughs> and I just, I thought to myself, now this guy's house is, it's messed up, but it's not, you know, it's not done. Right. Probably. He's got insurance. He's alive. His dog's alive. Right. And my hypothetical question is. His wife was asleep upstairs, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> They're getting divorced anyway. Um, my hypothetical question is, if no one died, no one got injured, and you had insurance, what would your thoughts be on this happening? Because for me, I would be like, hell yeah, because this is an experience yeah. that n- nobody else, right. you know, it is like a, especially having it on video with a tornado yeah. going away like no, that. No, I can almost feel the adrenaline. Right. I can almost feel it. And I, yeah, I would definitely like run outside and be like, holy shit, that was awesome. <laughs> like, like after you find out everybody's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I think, I, I think I'd be okay with it. I think I'd, uh, well, as, as also, as- also, you just reduced your odds right. greatly of ever being in uh, another tornado. Tell that to the people in Moore, Oklahoma. <laughs> well, I mean, that's you know, they're right down the down the line there. Yeah, that it's like on Twister, right? When they they get stuck in in the truck, yeah, and they get out all happy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know that video. I just thought is it happens so fast where he's like, oh, oh shit, oh. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> panic, man. Bam, explosion! You could tell like he wanted to scream. Yeah, but he was by himself, so he knew was there. There was no point, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like he was holding, he was <laughs> holding it back. Like just let it out, dude. It's okay to scream oh, by yourself, man. I don't. I wouldn't. Uh, basements. I don't know. I guess if that's the only place you can go. I mean, it's better than upstairs, I guess. But if you got a really strong tornado. It would rip the basement up, right? You got like that's the, why the floorboard. You got to find the sewer. All right, you got to find the sewer trunk line, right? right. And wrap your belt yeah. around it or yeah. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or hold on to a toilet. I think a toilet might maybe. No, well, but, but if you can I, find the big trunk, I think I've said this before. But when we went to go clean up after the F five and that's all that's left. That's all that's left, right. and a lot of them were just the toilets and the foundation. Yeah, uh, they're. I mean, they're they're highly aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, my my uh, sewer trunk is just right in this laundry room. I could just go grab on. You know the reality of that movie. If they were to have been, they probably just would have been ripped in half. When they oh, at the very end. Yeah, when they're they're holding on, and they they've got the leather belt around them. It probably just went out. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. It's probably. I don't know what the suction power is inside the center. I don't know. It's like a if you get sucked through a black hole, you you really just get blendered. No one really. No, knows. you like stretched. No one really knows. You know, don't get me into. I that. saw. I've been watching too much of that sh- lately. <laughs> I saw an article about could we fly a probe through Jupiter? Through? Oh, it's gas, right? I, wouldn't the gravity be too heavy? Yes, but if you could make it, you know, I don't know, like a lead ball with a camera. <laughs> I don't know. I doesn't it still have like a metal core though? I don't know. Let's find out. Or something. Jupiter have a core. 
Uh, Jupiter's core is an Earth-like rock. The core is like Earth. That's 14 to 18 times the mass of Earth. Wait, so if you go through all that junk and get to get through it, you're in Earth? That's where we need to settle. That's where the people are. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you can't fly a probe. Maybe maybe they meant like through the Just, side of it. You know? They, I think a glance, uh, well, a glancing yeah. blow. I feel like they We've, tried that or something and it just Well, we've sent probes by it and we have flown probes into the sun. Yeah. But I mean they, you know. I think we flew one into Jupiter too and it, I mean knowing that it would crash, I think. Right, just Didn't to kind of get like I don't know. We always get these like final images, you know. Right. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Venus, you're like, oh, that looks like a horrible, horrible oh, place. Oh, yeah, Venus is terrible. You don't want to live there. Yeah. Although, <laughs> have you ever watched those uh, those videos on, I think, TikTok and Facebook where they have, like, a car launcher? Like, they, they put a – it's fake. It's a CGI. And they put a car, and it, it launches it. And it shows you the different gravity on all the planets. Oh, yeah. And yeah. how on Earth, you know, it looks normal. And then they show Mars, and it's a little bit floatier. And then they show Jupiter, and it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just straight down. Like, not just down, but, like, flattened. Right. <laughs> if, if there was a solid crust on Jupiter, and you landed on it, you would just be pancaked. Oh, yeah. Immediately. You'd, you'd be dead. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of Gs. Ugh. A lot of Gs. All right. One more... Uh, we got a lot of serious topics here, and um, yeah, but we'll make them fun. Yeah, of course. Nine <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh no, man! I, I, the anniversary is coming up, and twenty you know, years. Twenty years ago, I was uh, heading back from seminary with my friend Jake, and we went on our way to McDonald's. I got a. Uh, McFlurry before this was no, before was the breakfast. Okay. So I got my favorite that we don't have here: the sausage. No, sorry, steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Oh they have steak in oh Texas. God, so good. I mean, that's a weird the question. Steak, egg, but you know and what cheese I mean. bagel is dripping with grease. It's. <laughs> Wonder why they haven't brought that up. Uh... It's it's well, it's obviously twenty years old. <laughs> ah, I, yeah. it, they still have it there, but they never. I we're too healthy here. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it's got to sure. literally. If you had one every day, you'd probably be dead in like three weeks um <laughs> we, should, we have these flight benefits let's fly i have go get a steak at, yeah <laughs> i flew into dfw one day and there's a mcdonald's <laughs> that has them in the terminal and i what first if you, thing i did what if you landed it was like 10 45 and like sorry breakfast is over at 10 i flew here <laughs> just specifically for this you have everything back there <laughs> i'll give you an extra 20 right um Anyway, yeah, and then we heard on the radio that, you know, just like everyone did, that there was one plane, and uh, that uh, we were like, oh, that's kind of crazy, Yeah. and uh, me and him were both homeschooled, which I don't you know, tell a lot of people, but so we didn't go to school, we went to home after, mm. and um, right around the time we got home, the second plane hit, and um, I, I watched TV most of the day. Uh, this would be 2001, so I would have been 16. Mm -hmm. And later that afternoon, I went to work. I worked at Kroger as a, ooh, I guess I was probably a bagger or cashier at that time. And uh, maybe even a manager. I can't remember. They do weird things there. And uh, I remember that people bought all the water. They bought toilet paper, just kind of like we did last year with Rona. Yeah. And um, we were just all somber. And, you know, it was crazy. 
And um, I remember that we uh, talked about it a few weeks ago, that Dallas Morning News extra article. Oh, yeah, the extra. Mainly only the Kroger employees got because we were there and just snapped them. Yeah. And uh, then later that night, I remember me and two of my friends, we just kind of hung out uh, by a, uh, at the high school, there was a um, track and we were just jogging around it, walking around it, just kind of talking. It was just weird, you know? Everything just felt weird. I So I was also in my first class of the day, uh-huh. and it was drumline. Yeah. So we were practicing. There's, I don't, so we don't, you know, it's too loud. But at one point, the band director came out and said, I don't know if you guys are watching the news, but like a, a plane hit the World Trade Center. Right. And I was 17. I was a senior. I was like... Like a Cessna, like what yeah. you, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and we just went back to rehearsing, and I went and checked my phone in my locker. You had a phone? Yeah, my first phone, good old Nokia. Actually, I think I. And my dad I had left me too. a voicemail. I I too. He said, "I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Just go turn on a TV or find a TV. You should watch this." Uh huh. Right. And I remember being. I remember thinking everyone around me was underwhelmed. Really? Like I went through the rest of the day like, holy fuck. You know, one of my classes was kind of like a more like a lab. Mm-hmm. And so the guy had our teacher had TVs on and just kept showing the plane hitting over and over again. You know, and I didn't go to school the next day because I was kind of I was kind of fucked up from it. You know what I mean? Watched the news. I in my head I'm thinking like fifty thousand people died in the towers. You know, we didn't well, know anything. Initially, yeah. Initially they were giving like, oh, like there's, 50, 000, there's fourteen thousand people yeah. in there in the day. They're probably all I mean, not that you know, three thousand people died, yeah. but it's but but those were initial the, numbers. The initial numbers were like, right. holy crap. Yeah. And I just remember, every, at least for that one day, it just seemed like everyone around me was underwhelmed. And just It's like it just didn't, no one really registered. I feel like most of the people I was with were using humor to diffuse yeah. I mean, how they were really feeling. A couple days after we had a um, like an assembly outside. And uh-huh. my buddy Josh actually came and played the bagpipes. You know, it was like, like a little, like a moment of silence kind of thing. And student body president spoke to us. Um, but it was, yeah, I remember thinking like, man, it just doesn't seem like, this is, This seems like a go-home event. You know, like like when Kennedy was shot, like everybody went home. It seems like September 11th was probably a time when we probably should have gone home. Yeah, And probably. been with our families and... Kind of. Well, no one knew what the hell was going know, on, man. I know. It was so. Yeah, but I remember the next. Was it the next day that Bush did the megaphone on the? I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> like Ground Zero. Anyway, that's um, where I was. So, I mean, it's, it's. I've been watching the documentaries. Every streaming service has their own. Yeah. And they're all pretty good. Um, and during them, I, I find myself getting more emotional than I have in the past. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but when I watched like Band of Brothers for World War II or a bunch of documentaries and stuff, I'm like, I want to help. I want to be a part <laughs> yeah. of that. I wish that I could have been there to help or, or something. And I kind of am, am that same way about 9-11. Like, I wish I could have been there to, to do something you know, or or just been a part of that because, uh, I mean, you know, anyone that was there would say you don't, you don't want to be don't, there. You right. don't want that. But it's just these stories that people tell and the miracles and then yet the despair yeah. when people realize that 
Oh, when they before the second plane hit, the people were jumping right from the first tower. Right. And it was like, what is going on? You know, you saw that one guy like trying to scale down and he slips and you know, and I remember the cover of The Falling Man. I was like, this just seems inappropriate. You know, I didn't like that cover on time. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, that's someone's son or dad like I don't, you know, like you couldn't tell who he was. Right. If you knew him, you might have known who it was. Right. You know, it, it was just that disturbed me, that picture. It, and then they show video of it. Those, people like tra- camera tracking people down. And in this one documentary that you started making me watch on Hulu, <laughs> they have the obviously video in the lobby and you can hear bodies hitting. And it's just really disturbing. It really is. It's really. I don't know that I'd ever seen that video before or I'd put it out of my mind. I, but it was very. Like I knew. I knew the firefighters heard it. Right. I've heard them describe it, but I don't think I. I think I may have repressed it as well. That uh, the 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 chef that was in the freezer, oh. his story. What the fuck? That was like. All right. Oh. So if you guys, I can't watch any more of this doc. I've watched three out of the six, and it's too sad. I'd like to say that it gets better, but <laughs> we all know how it ends. But there's this guy. He's a chef at. Uh, he's underground, or like in between the towers, but underground, right? Yeah, I think so. Like in the food court or something. And he was in a freezer that was soundproof yeah. for like, he was doing inventory, so he was in there for like 15 minutes. Or yeah. f- I can't remember. And he came out and no one was there. Right. Everybody had evacuated. So he kind of runs up the stairs and pushes the door open, and he says that he sees an animal, a dead animal, he's like the in, blocking the door. Right. So he pushes the door open and he realizes it's an arm. Right. And th- at that point in the documentary, you're like, oh, like gag. Yeah, but then. <laughs> you know, and he, he made it out. Obviously, he's telling his story uh, before they collapsed. But I he's can't imagine being about, in a. He's like, there's bodies everywhere. everywhere. One fell right next to me. Yeah, like and... this in between the towers, apparently there was just a ton of bodies. Probably. Yeah, and and, he's, and he saw parts. And then he, he went to go get his buddy. And was it he took a. He took an elevator. Yeah, and the other guy didn't, and the other guy didn't make it, but he did. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah. I mean, all basically, if you survived, it was like everyone around you died. No, <laughs> you know? it's true. There like were the so many of that. That was the last yeah. time I saw this person. Right? Have you? Have you got? I can't. I've watched so many. I've lost track of which which. But the fourteen that survived the collapse. There's fourteen people that survived the collapse. Uh, the majority of them were in stairwell B. B. Yeah. So I saw that one with the um the t- chief firefighter. Right. Yeah, I saw so I watched that one and I think there was only what was there four guys and a civilian with him, a woman. Yeah. And uh, she slowed she's them down. She's the one that stopped them and, yeah. and said I couldn't go and she then that's had, when it all She happened. had gone from she's like 60 years old and had gone from 80 floors right to the fourth floor and was too tired and told them just leave me and they said no and the building collapsed and they s- around them. Yeah, it's fucking just weird. It's crazy. Yeah, the, the guy in the Marriott, like, oh. So many, so many, um, it, and we talk about how life decisions, you know, shape, yeah. it, and just the small decisions people made that day. Yeah. You know, like the other, the, there was another documentary that I watched where the guy decided to uh, not... It was just a different elevator story, but he he decided not to, you know. Yeah. And everyone in his office died, except you yeah, know, you know. And, and he was found. That was the same guy that he saw the plane coming. Yes. 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 Yeah. They're they're crazy stories. Right. Like uh, if you 
if you have never watched 9-11 documentaries or you were too young to know, you should. that's a good one to go watch, this six-part. Well, part. these are definitely some of the best ones that have been yeah. done. I, I, by this point, they've found all the footage. Done great stories. And they've, they've contacted the, the people and they've given their stories over and over well, again. And the, cool, the coolest, so the feel-good part of uh-huh. these documentaries, right. it's, it's short-lived, obviously, <laughs> but it's, it's when, like, that firefighter saves the guy in the Marriott mm-hmm. and they don't know who each other are and they find each other later. Right. That's like... Or the, did you see the one where the EMT goes back into the rubble? Uh, and uh, finds, his, finds partner. his partner. I was like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, like the, it's so crazy, you know. And and the even in Stairwell B, when they found out that she lived, mm-hmm. you know, they they didn't know till a few days later, right? And didn't it's to link these people up. It took journalists, you know. It's just crazy. That's true. So if you don't, the guy, and then the one you were talking about earlier um, tonight when we were hanging out was the the guy who was a former EMT. Yeah, and he was, you know, getting clean off drugs, and and you could kind of tell that he was a bit. You know, he wanted no praise. Yeah, in a in a At all. in a legitimate way, he was almost he was almost disdainful to be on the show. Right, like you could tell he almost didn't even want to be there. Right, to tell his story because he he had been estranged from his sister. Right, and she called to see if he was okay. And in the message, she said, I assume you're down there helping. Right. That's the only reason he went to help was so he could tell her that he did. Mm-hmm. And, and and he so he's like, I, I didn't even want to go. I didn't want to help people. The only reason I went was so I could tell my estranged sister that I went. I wasn't looking to help. I wasn't, you know, right. I was like, dude, you, you don't have to be in this dock if you don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But probably a lot of stories like that. Um, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, there is a, a whole generation of 20-year-olds yeah. and 18 and 19 and and even 22-year-olds that really don't... And it's highly you know, relevant right now. ...don't know the gravity. In the, it right. really is, As actually, we leave Afghanistan. With the Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a couple documents. That's another one you should watch is the lead-up. <laughs> I think that one's on Netflix, too. Um but it, it really it goes through 9-11 and the war and, and the breakdown, and it, it's fascinating. That was the primary reason for invading Afghanistan. Yeah. And, and we did it very, very quickly. Yeah. Even though all the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia, <laughs> they, were, they were being hosted by the Taliban in, <laughs> in Afghanistan. Imagine having a dinner party and the next day people hijack a plane and then the U.S. government invades your house. <laughs> Right. You, you had them over last night. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so those were all good. Uh, and then there's another one, and this one is on. Is it on Apple TV? I don't know. They literally all have one. But every streaming service. <laughs> I've only watched the three three Hulu episodes. Okay. Well, this one is about George Bush's this, this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, last year I watched them all. Right. That were available. Um, this one's I think it's called George Bush's War Room. Um, does it have him in it? It's got because he only did one. Oh, this is this is a newer. Okay. This is this year new, and he is in it, and Dick Cheney and Carl Rove and Condi, Condi uh, and his um, chief of staff, and uh, like everybody is yeah. in it, and um, I uh, it was good, you know, it it went through how everything you know and yeah. you could hear emotion from them and and condi was talking about how she felt like she let down everybody 
because you know she did. <laughs> she was the Secretary of State, right? Right. Um, but what I found most interesting about it was how many times Dick Cheney. He just sounds like a menace. He sounds like Darth Vader. Just the, just him talking. Take that, take take out anything he's done and just listening to him. You're like right. Okay. Well, and if you've ever. If you've ever listened to the show when we've talked about Liz Cheney uh-huh. and how confusing it is, right? That's why, because the fact that a Cheney <laughs> has become a Republican that the Democrats are leaning on, right, is absolutely insane, right? Like by the time Bush left office, Cheney was known as a very vile. Oh yeah, evil man. Right. You know who made a lot of money off the war, and it. So what, to have his daughter. Right. Oh, like it's just so. Well, it's remember, like the he irony also has a lesbian daughter. So well, and she, obviously his, his and her daughter sold out her sister to get elected. Right. That's right. Like the, the family's that. so fucked, and but 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 now we're like relying on her, like she's the only smart one. It's just the irony. You, you can't even call it irony. Yeah. It's just, we're living in a simulation, <laughs> and our f- admin is just fucking with us all the time. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, but the two things that struck me were, one, um, Cheney would say something like, you know, I had to make that call, and I made that decision. And there were actually at least two times in this series where George Bush had to say, you know, I, I was in charge, and they knew that. <laughs> and I was like, it just... I don't know if they painted it this way. It didn't seem like it. It just seemed like that's how it went. That Cheney was just like a puppet master or something, and George was just the front man. And, you know, we always kind of thought that, but... Well, I mean, if we're... It just seemed like it was so apparent in this documentary that all these people were kind of puppeting Bush. If we're going... Let's just, for a second, let's just give Bush the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right? It makes sense. Cheney had a lot more experience than him. Mm Mm-hmm. He was a seasoned politician. He'd been around. In fact, he came out of retirement to run for vice president. Right. right? So, yes, he ran the show for the first term. Right. Everybody kind of knew that. I mean, at the time. he was like, uh, honestly, the the vice president yeah. can never do anything right. Right. Uh-huh. Everybody hated Cheney because he was running the show. Right. Everybody is hating on Kamala right now because she's not absent. running the show. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you want to do? Like, anyway. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So uh, the whole. You know, Bush wanting to go back to Washington, and Cheney yeah. Cheney comes up in the interview like, I, I got on the phone, and I told him, listen, you shouldn't come back. And, uh, you know, I kind of made that decision. And then George was like, yeah, you know, he knew I was in charge and everything, but, <laughs> you know, I, I decided to come to my senses. And <laughs> well, and to go to the other documentary that's just George Bush, uh-huh. he he fights with his secret service. No, it talks about yeah. that. It talks about how he did it twice. He he freaked out and flipped out and um at one point the secret service had to explain to them how the Air Force Air Force 1 flies at their service. Yeah. So like they say whether it goes or not. So he's technically not in control. Is like that you literally can say I'm the president of the United no, States. He says, that, he says that in the doc. He says right. I'm the president of the United States. What do you mean? We right. can't go back to Washington. Um, but anyway, I also found um, you could tell in this documentary how angry this made George W. Bush. Yeah. The the whole attack. Right. 
Uh, you could see, you know, in his fighting with the Secret Service, he wanted to go back. He was mad, very, very angry. And I thought to myself, holy crap, how would it be to have this happen and be so angry and wield the power of the United States Army? I know. How I, crazy is that? One person is just like, yeah. Oh, I know, man. And it really, it really jacked things up. He ran on a domestic platform. Oh yeah, he had like he had no he had no intentions of going to war. <laughs> no foreign with... policy, really. <laughs> you know, it really messed up his plans. But uh, I remember, you know, talking to my parents about it. Like I said, I was seventeen, and I remember thinking, like, please, let's not retaliate too quickly. Let's please get this right, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of did. It it was it was Al Qaeda in yeah. Afghanistan, mm-hmm. uh, but it quickly spun out of control. Oh yeah. So it's I I remember thinking like Americans are going to want blood. I get it, but can we just can we investigate? <laughs> like, let's just investigate it for a minute because we went so fast, man. We went so fast into Afghanistan. It's called watch this. So you got to watch the McDonald's one and then watch Turning Point. 9-11 okay. yeah. and the War on Terror. The Netflix, I think it's Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. and it talks about um, Afghanistan and really, really what what completely ruined the Afghan war. You know what it is? What what really fucked it up? I don't know. Iraq going to oh, Iraq, going to Iraq. Yeah. is what pretty much made it negligible. Made it just you know right. fall apart. Yeah. Same thing that ruined Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Iraq. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Saddam Hussein's actually, his last name Saddam Hussein Hitler. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it all, everything yeah. goes hand in hand. He's, he's one of those, uh, it's crazy. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Oh, man. Well, okay, so that's good for 9-11 documentaries. Go watch a couple. Yeah. Get emotional. Um, we haven't done this in a while. I have an abortion update. Oh, holy crap. I was going to get ready for this. Um, where's it at? I don't know if I have it. Standing by. Oh, man. Here, I'll just do it. Okay. Abort. That's the sound that Spencer's looking for for Mission Impossible. That's well, a little more exciting. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've not been paying attention at all, um, text or is it only <laughs> when you slap pancakes on their ass and kick them in the balls? Right. Sorry, or that was the balls in a knot. That was the wrong one. <laughs> I heard my voice. I don't remember saying that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, oh, I forgot about this one. Come immediately. <laughs> uh, okay. Way I did it with my mouth. People should know that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, stop. Sorry. Sorry. If you've not been following the news, Texas passed a <sighs> it's a, an abortion bill that is it's going to be struck down as soon as it goes probably to the sub, the full court but well will it yeah the i think Supreme so court didn't stop it no but that wasn't the argument oh so texas passed this law that um basically bans all abortions after six weeks or uh cardiac activity which could be before six weeks or it could be after mm-hmm. um so went to the ap trusted source the associated press just to know kind of like a what to know about the bill right so you're not getting any of the shit from any, right, right, any right. side um and this is kind of interesting i these numbers are pretty staggering in 2020 
Texas facilities performed about 54,000 abortions. More than 45,000 of those occurred at eight weeks of pregnancy or less. So some of those abortions still could have been legal under the new law if they occurred before cardiac activity was detected. Oh, you found it. Abort. Abort! (laughs) Do you read me? Sarah? God. (laughs) God. I think that's it, yeah? Yeah. Um, so that those numbers are pretty... I don't know if you had asked me to estimate how many abortions were done in Texas last year. No, I wouldn't have said yeah. 54,000. Well, it's a big state. It's the it second big biggest state. state in the yeah. nation, isn't it? Yeah. I just... I don't know. I don't know why. Um, another key difference about this law from other states is it relies on citizens suing abortion providers over alleged violations... Which apparently is super impossible to enforce and right. kind of s- dumb. It's um, also allows citizens to bring suit against anyone who aids or abets um, someone who is getting an abortion. So the the um, the hyperbolic story. What's well, actually it's a hypothetical. It's not really hyperbolic because it mm-hmm. could be true. Is an Uber driver. Right, could be sued by another citizen of Texas for driving someone. I thought it could be anyone in the U.S. I thought that that oh, maybe. was the. Yeah, uh, let me see if I can find Laura is suing abortion criminal charges. Um, there's a lot of abortion laws on the uh, that are going through the courts right now. Um. So what happened is the. A suit was brought to put an emergency stay on mm-hmm. the law, mm-hmm. and the conservative wing of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. said, "Well, based on what you've told us, you don't have a case for putting a stay on the law. Mm. That doesn't mean that this law is constitutional, right?" <laughs> okay. Now, keep it. Justice John Roberts, uh-huh. appointed by Bush, mm-hmm. conservative. Yeah. Joined the, the liberal wing for well, this vote. He's not, uh, he's, he's freaking. He's a real Republican. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> he's actually, Kavanaugh is not. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know how else to, like, put perspective on it than to say John Roberts voted with, against the majority on this abortion. Right. Bill. Now the the whole because he's doing his job and right. actually you know I don't know when this is going to make it to the Supreme Court about the constitutionality of the law, uh-huh. uh, but in the meantime, um, uh, women can't can't get abortions uh, after six weeks or cardiac activity. Which uh, I just went through a pregnancy with with Ashley, and uh, we didn't know she was pregnant until after six weeks. Yeah, so, that's normally how it is. It's not like you. Right. So right away. That's your abortion update. I don't really care how you feel about it. It's uh, bullshit. Yeah, you know, we and we've talked about our feelings about abortion before and we, you know, don't necessarily condone it, but we also feel as if maybe women should have a right to control their <laughs> yeah, body. I'm a man. I'm not going to say shit about it. Right. Like <laughs> whatever. I don't I don't have to carry it and I don't have to care for it. Right. right? I'm not saying I wouldn't, right. but you know, as a man in America, you have no real obligation here. Right. 
right? Men's skirt, uh, child support all the time. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times if a woman wants an abortion and can't get one, she doesn't want anything to do with the man. Right. Right? Like, it's whatever. It's just not. But then. This, this law allows for no abortions, even in the case of rape or incest. Really? So a woman is raped by her uncle. So it's rape and incest. <laughs> she can't get an abortion if it's past six weeks. Well, they're started what these what these far right conservatives are doing. But, by the way, they're but, starting to refer to the woman as the host body. Ooh. By the way, so um, watch out but for that. Isn't there like going to be you know help to pay for medical bills and to take care of the <laughs> yeah. baby forever and you know pay for its education and isn't that going to be no. Oh no, 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 they don't. They don't care about people. This is the same party. If you if you don't know which party to join, <laughs> let me explain a few things. This party that wants uh, every baby to be um, born. I I don't know how. Like, is uh, anti-abortion mm-hmm. is the same party that votes against social safety net programs. Right to help mothers to help poor also children. against uh, safe sex. Um, Measures, you know, like right. education, more education, and uh, which have been proven in any state right. that's done them to dramatically, dramatically decrease right. you abortion. Teach, you teach teenagers that sex leads to children. Here's a condom; it works. Right. Yeah, it's pretty or straightforward. Free, free condoms, free birth control. Right. That uh, kind of kiboshes it, but no, we can't do that either. Yeah. I don't understand how this party claims to be small government ever when they've been imposing their will. On so many things lately, it's like as long as it doesn't affect the majority, right? They'll impose their will on minority, what be it women, yeah, but be it black people. But who is this majority? Because <laughs> white men. Because <laughs> Texas is is getting pretty close to split. It's and true. Well, and the Democrats, in their to their credit, tried everything they could to stop this bill. They fled the state. Yeah, no, you know, um, which I kind of I get. I get torn on it. Yeah. I've heard arguments both ways. I can't say that I wouldn't do the same. Yeah. But I also like you do have like a job. A, yeah, you have a duty. I, I, whatever. It's yeah. another topic. So, uh, well, it's kind of stupid because the vote is going to happen at some point anyway. It's not like you can. Right. Well, I, mean, I don't know. It's... And not only that, in, in along Texas, they also passed the most um, restricting voting laws today to make it harder to vote. So that's nice, Governor Abbott. But there will be, <laughs> according to the stats, there's going to be less Republicans voting because they're all dying from COVID. That's true. So that's, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, like wanna, every every day you hear about some uh, radio host or... Or even someone who just shares a lot of memes. Yeah. And now they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't like... It's hard to feel like you've got... you've like that you got to win when right. someone dies like that's not a good it's not a good feeling right to be like i told you so you're dead i know it is kind of annoying right cuz you can't you can't <laughs> say i told you so cuz they're dead cuz they're dead <laughs> i mean i don't know it it really is it it's the party of that'll never happen to me and then it does then it does so Speaking of COVID, yeah. uh, at Los Angeles Times, I happened upon this op-ed the other day um, regarding my TikTok that we talked about in which I said 
if you choose not to be vaccinated, you, you shouldn't get a ventilator mm-hmm. if the hospital's running low on ventilators. Okay. Right. So I, uh, a doctor in a COVID unit, uh, he says, I'm running out of compassion for the unvaccinated. Um, here's his story. My patient sat at the edge of his bed gasping for air while he tried to tell me his story, pausing to catch his breath after each word. The plastic tubes delivering oxygen through his nose hardly seemed adequate to stop his chest from heaving. He looked exhausted. He had tested positive for the coronavirus 10 days ago. He was under 50, mildly hypertensive, but otherwise in good health. Eight days earlier, he started coughing and having severe fatigue. His doctor started him on antibiotics. It did not work. Fearing his symptoms were worsening, he started taking some hydroxychloroquine he had found on the internet. It did not work. Smart. He was now experiencing a shortness of breath while doing routine daily activities such as walking from his bedroom to the bathroom or putting on his shoes. He jerked off a horse, isn't that what yeah. <laughs> the latest treatment is? He eventually made his way to a facility where he could receive uh, monoclonal antibodies, a lab-produced transfusion that substitutes for the body's own antibodies, which uh, I could be wrong. I think they have fetal tissue. I, I don't know. <laughs> they, I swear they're made from fetal mm-hmm. embryo. Don't like, tell whatever. anybody that. Uh, he finally ended up in the ER with dangerously low oxygen levels, exceedingly high inflammatory markers, and patchy areas of infection all over his lungs. Nothing had helped. He was getting worse. He could not breathe. His wife and two young children were at home, all infected with the virus. He and his wife had decided not to get vaccinated. Um, there is a really good... Let's see here. Hang on. i got to get to the meat of this. Um, so this is the conversation he had with the patient. Uh, he said, the patient says, well, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything. I was just waiting for the FDA to approve the vaccine first. I didn't want to take anything experimental. I didn't want to be the government's guinea pig, and I don't trust that it's safe. Well, the doctor said, I can pretty much guarantee we would have never met you had you gotten vaccinated because you would have never been hospitalized. All of our COVID units are full, and every single patient in them is unvaccinated. Numbers don't lie. The vaccines work. This was a common excuse, but here's the, here's the best part, Okay. The doctor's talking to him. He says, well, I'm about to treat you with remdesivir, which only recently received FDA approval. I explained it had been under an emergency use authorization for most of last year and had not been studied or administered as widely as COVID-19 vaccines, uh, that more than 353 million doses of of vaccine have been administered in the the U.S. Um, Not nearly as many doses of remdesivir have been given or studied in people, and its long-term side effects are still unknown, do you still want me to give it to you? Yes, he responded. Whatever it takes to save my life. It did not work. Told you so. Told you so. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of that. And, you know, you hear these stories from the family members that, like, we've heard one that's like, well, God told us not to get the vaccine and we'd be okay or... Or, you know, Fox News or whatever, or we just, you know, they try to play it off like they'd been led astray by like, yeah, you, I guess you did, but yeah, you're an idiot. (laughs) I mean, this is, if you didn't believe in uh, evolution and uh, Darwin's theory or law, it's playing out in real life right now. Never in Darwin's wildest dreams would he think he could see it. Right. Happening in real time. (laughs) Like, it's amazing, you know? Speaking of remdesivir, I brought this up last week, but I didn't, we didn't get into it. Rand Paul. Oh, yeah, he's an idiot. Okay. (laughs) So, Rand Paul's been banned from YouTube for uh, like a week, multiple times, I think. Mm -hmm. But most recently because he was telling people not to mask up 
don't have to get vaccinated, that, that shit, okay? Mm-hmm. As a senator or a representative, you are required to report any investments you make within, like, I want to say, like, eight weeks, mm-hmm. you know? So if I wanted to invest in Coke, I have to report that to, like, a, an ethics committee. Ooh, cocaine? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that that <laughs> IPO had surfaced yet. Yeah, it's huge, huge. Oh, interesting. Uh, so his wife uh, bought a bunch of stock. I don't know how much. Somewhere, it's I think it was up to $15,000. They don't release the actual figure. Uh, in a company called Gilead, unfortunately. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, Gilead Sciences. Um, they didn't report this purchase until um, like six weeks ago, and she bought it in February of 2020, mm. right when the pandemic was started. Gilead makes none other than remdesivir. Huh. So, essentially, we have Rand Paul campaigning against masks so people will get sick so that he can make money off of the treatment of those sick. Huh. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know how it's gotten swept under the rug because I've only seen it a couple headlines. And I haven't heard anything since. But it's pretty ugly. Like, this is... He claims, he claims that he had all the paperwork filled out, and I just forgot to put it in the mail. One of his assistants forgot to file it. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's that's his Come excuse. Come on, Rand. Well, it's just, but I mean, you know, in our criminal justice system, that's not that doesn't matter, right? You know, I thought the gun wasn't loaded, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. So there's your Rand Paul, motherfucker. All these guys, I swear, I'm so tired of. Yeah. Of all of them, man, they're just so stupid and selfish, and uh, they are so disconnected from the real world and, the, and real people. And right, uh, I don't know. So the Olympics just ended. I thought that this was fascinating. It's been like a month. <laughs> that's that's just <laughs> the Paralympics just oh, ended. Okay. Uh, I found an article about how much uh, Olympians make if they win a medal. Right. And I was really surprised at the at this chart that I have up on the screen now. I can't see it. It's really small. Oh, sorry. Um, let's give you a number. Okay. One country pays its gold medalist $250,000. And another country pays its gold medalist $37,000. One of the countries is the United States. And one of the countries is Singapore. So we're only paying thirty-seven thousand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought they got a million for some reason. No, thirty-seven thousand dollars if you win a gold medal for the United States. Quarter million if you win it in Singapore. Now, is that per medal? Um, I would think so. Because to be fair, you know, we uh, <laughs> like get Phelps a, won like twelve. We get medals. a lot more medals than Singapore, <laughs> so I mean, that's probably why they invest so heavily, right? Um. But that's just kind of an interesting graphic. Um, I'll throw it up on TikTok. You can see how much each country pays its medalists. Um, Singapore, by far, they're really paying their athletes a lot, hoping they'll win. This kind of makes you do, wonder what kind of they? return. Like, there's no, there's unless, well, like for the country, I mean. Oh yeah, none, right? I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> bragging rights. Is yeah, I mean, like if someone from Singapore won like the high jump, it's not. 
like an increased tourism, right? Like, <laughs> this is the city where. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I don't know. This is where he learned to jump the bamboo trees. Where the <laughs> not, poles were. I'm not dogging on him. I'm just saying, like I I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I don't. Yeah, you're right. The Olympics really seem like a just a big cash just suck yeah, hole. I, I honestly I don't. I would you be surprised if they went away in our lifetime? guess not I, I yeah i don't think i would I do. d- it doesn't seem like that's heading that direction at all no cities are still bidding yeah but eventually cities are going to be like why are we bidding right like we just lose money apparently tokyo made some money did they really i thought i read that that i'd love to see if they made a net positive that'd be crazy yeah especially with covid All especially considered yeah um yeah do we want to take a break or yeah. just go into random headlines do we need to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Oh, okay. Why not? We always do. I know, but let's, let's keep the pattern. Just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like twelve o'clock. No, it's not. No, it's not. When we come back, random headlines. They're good. They're real good. It's a space shuttle, Lois. I figured with unlimited free gas, I can finally afford to go into space. Why is it every time I open this door, you seem to be in some ridiculous vehicle you've inexplicably acquired? I got this at a NASA auction for next to nothing. They were going to scrap it because there's some minor mechanical problems or something. Instead, they sold it to me. Very simple explanation. I do not want you trying to fly that thing. You're not even a trained astronaut. Relax, Lois. Nothing bad ever happens to space shuttles. Now stand back. I'm back from space, everybody. You got lucky, Peter. How was it, Dad? Oh, mind-boggling, Chris. Barreling around the Earth at five miles per second, watching the sunrise over the Sea of Japan, it's indescribable. Plus, I had lots of time to masturbate, which in space is great, except after a while, it's like living in a snow globe. This is the Arctic Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Welcome back. We're back. Uh, this show is brought to you by, um, what's the place we're playing? The Loading Dock oh, in Salt Lake City. Right, <laughs> the Loading Dock in Salt Lake City. September 18th. Tickets are, crap, I think they might be like $15. But. They're on sale. If you put, well, no, but if you put promo code takeoff in, then we get $3. Right. So put takeoff in the promo code so if you're I coming to the show. I expect to at least make $6. If you're in the Salt Lake City area on the 18th, come see Rejected Takeoff. I actually have a few friends that may come. Yeah, it'd be fun. Although, from my experience of playing in local bands, no one will. That's true. I mean, but, you know. can you? We had so many people say they were going to come to things. And I mean, they, they did. I've, I did. Yeah. But, but I mean, I've said I'm going to go oh, to things. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know the the time we got the most people there was when tickets were like fifty bucks or forty bucks to the yeah. the uh, Nightmare Before Xmas. That's true because they wanted to see us on a real big a real stage. Big stage. That was fun, man. Yeah. That was cool. It was a good time. That was, what two or three thousand people. Yeah, it was a good show. My mic didn't work though. I'm sorry. Until Why didn't end. you tell me? You didn't know. <laughs> no. 
You I can swear I've heard you uh, singing backups. You seen the, on the very last song because oh. they finally turned it on. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, I think that guy's trying to sing." I was talking like <laughs> half the time. <laughs> oh man, I did do most of the talking. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah. I've got the video if you ever want to watch it. No. Yeah, of course. Although should... I think Brent has it on YouTube. Yeah, I think so too. By the way, you know, we took a break. Yeah, I mean, I forced you into it. You did. I like. I like to think that maybe. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's someone driving <laughs> who's pulling in and is just super glad that we're going to break. <laughs> like, right then. Like, they've been waiting yeah, in their car for been, 40 minutes. They've been <laughs> <laughs> I just, just as soon as they go to commercial break, yeah, they've had, we'll go. They've been having driveway oh, man, time. I wish they would shut the hell up. <laughs> they've been having driveway time. You know, if that's ever happened to you. That's still in the car. Yeah, if it's ever happened to you, let us know. I mean, because we can stop taking breaks. Like, fuck them if it's not, you know. Well, sometimes we need them, but not to pee or. or that's true. You know. But, I mean, we could just pause. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what we did this time. No one knows. <laughs> anyway, random headlines. Oh, no, I forgot to pull them up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have one. Can I do one? Um, I mean, I that's weird. I feel comfortable that's, about that. But well, no, here. I'm just joking. Go ahead. Look, I'll put it over here and you can read it. Uh, bam! There you go. Read that. Can you read that? No, that's you, you, freaking you, tiny you up there. Sorry, we got to work on that screen. <laughs> a California man has filed a lawsuit after a bear in a dumpster startled him in a town in Lake oh, Tahoe, Nevada. I literally, almost did that one. Really, <laughs> causing him to flee and injure himself. An idiot. <laughs> He's gonna sue. Wait, is he uh, suing the restaurant or the bear? Uh, he tripped and injured himself. Court documents say he tore his Achilles <laughs> and compressed his spine. Jeez. What the fuck, man? Gosh. <laughs> he tripped, tore his Achilles. He somehow landed on his head to compress his spine. Whatever. Uh, he's suing Incline Crest Condominium Association, which manages the property, and, and Waste Management of Nevada for $15,000 in the lawsuit. What? He, he alleges that... Uh, Incline Village and other parts of Lake Tahoe have a serious and persistent bear problem. Well, you're in the fucking woods. <laughs> Predominantly trash don't, related. Don't they see the signs that say bears stay away? He also alleges that the dumpster had been malfunctioning for several months. This dumpster. What, what, what does, does it have? Even a, mean? Does it have a bear? <laughs> does it have like a bear repellent that's no, been malfunctioning? No, 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 no. It has a spring-loaded bear. This is well. Well. That's a spring-loaded bear catapult. <laughs> oh, like a bear like, gets in like there, like a wily coyote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check it out! Incline's at it again. They invested in those <laughs> that company that came through here last year. <laughs> oh, anyway, freaking a. All right. Um. Okay. Now you know Fox News is known for their hard-hitting stories and bringing you up-to-the-day information. Yes. You know, one thing I will say about Fox News Fox. and 9-11, that was the first day they did the ticker on the bottom. Really? Yeah, I think that's even in that uh, that TV show. Were they the first to do it? Uh-huh. And it happened that day? Yeah, they. if I remember right, I already kind of knew that because I remember it was, and it was new, it was different, but in that, uh, with, um, <sighs> you know the TV show about Roger Ailes? Uh, yes. I th um, I'm almost positive. Bombshell. That, yeah, I'm almost positive that he's like, put it there, put the, like, like yeah. it talks about him uh, doing that. Interesting. I mean, um, the ticker's cool. Yeah. It gets annoying because it says breaking news. I mean, do you ever read it, though? 
I mean, they Not could really. be putting stuff down there that's like. <laughs> if you're reading this call, this number you yeah. get a million dollars. Yeah, John John uh, Richards looking for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> now hiring. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, but their latest news story, you know, it's they they have uh, gone all the way downstairs to to Forty Seventh Street. Um, where their office building is, and they are on the case of a swarm of bees <laughs> that have attached themselves to the light poles. Man, a member of the New York Police Department's Bee Cops didn't know that was a thing. Create oh oh wow, this is good. It. Created a buzz Tuesday evening oh. when he went to work on a light pole near Times Square and vacuumed up a colony of ten thousand bees. He set up a sting. Does Operation? No, but that would be oh, great. Missed opportunities. <laughs> the bees were seen earlier in the day gathering and swarming around the pole on 47th Street. What did someone smear it with honey or something? Like what? What yeah. causes a bee to just like you know a what? Queen. That pole. It's crazy. Look, I found no, it. No, I've seen. I've seen the once a queen lands somewhere. I've seen the video where the the lady, the TikTok videos where she finds the yeah. queen and puts it in a hair clip and moves it, and yeah. then they all go to it. It's nuts. But why do you think the queen was like, oh? Man, look at that pole. <laughs> oh man, that's so perfect. silver. That's perfect. It's right outside a fox. It's gonna be perfect. <laughs> Creating a buzz. Uh, I've been oh, this whole oh. time I've been trying to think of another pun. There's a <laughs> <laughs> there's a video of him sucking him up. He's not even wearing a bee suit. He's just like Oh no, he's a beast. I'm going. I'm yeah. going in for it. After this is how they remove bees. It doesn't hurt them or anything. It just kind of sucks them in there, and then they move. Re- oh, dude, they did put sting. Holy shit. Where? This is the tweet. After years of dedicated service, Officer Mays from at NYPD Bees retired yesterday. Detective Travis from at NYPD Special Ops has taken over the sting oh, operations. It's already creating a buzz. And it's creating a buzz. Oh, thank yes. goodness. I'm... Thank the good Lord. Well, you know, but... but oh, oh, wait, wait. It gets better. Another tweet. It's been a busy few weeks. Uh, that's kind of pushing all it, right. but all right. All right. Also, but <laughs> but but that was from NYPD, not Fox News. Ah, so Fox touche. News missed yes. their opportunity. Whoever's there. running the NYPD Twitter, that intern... Should probably be working for Fox News. Kicking some ass. <laughs> yeah. You keep doing your thing, whoever you are. Oh. It's got a good 360 likes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, some more breaking news out of Canada, where a uh, McDonald's manager was being interviewed for some reason. <laughs> uh, he's a manager of a franchise in Canada, and he was asked, as a lot of people have asked McDonald's, uh, what the hell is Grimace? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this guy just casually dropped the info. That McDonald's has been holding back. All right. Any ideas? Uh, I'm, I just looked it up, but I didn't look. Um, Grimace is... I'm trying to think of... Grimace is purple? Yeah. Is, it, is he an eggplant? <laughs> That's what he looks like, but no, <laughs> you'll never guess this. Okay. So uh, McDonald's has been pretty tight-lipped about the purple creature's origin over the years. The close it had come to providing an explanation was a tweet. Uh, that they sent out, but this manager said casually in his in his interview, uh, like it was common knowledge, he's an enormous taste bud, <laughs> but a taste bud nonetheless. <laughs> really? 
He said the character was meant to show that the food tastes good. And if you look further down in the story, uh, it says Grimace, who was actually a villain early on, doesn't resemble... Because McDonald's, back in 2014, they did a tweet uh, replying to somebody that, that asked the question, and they said... Grimace Lore says he is the embodiment of a milkshake or a taste bud. What do you think? And then on this uh, HuffPost article, they have a picture of a taste bud zoomed in, and sure enough, it's purple. It looks like Grimace. But why name him Grimace? Because eating McDonald's food may taste (laughs) good, but it makes your stomach Grimace. (laughs) And what was the first Grimace? Was the first Grimace a costume, like as in that's just the one they found? Or like an actual person? Or was person? it like a, a drawing first? You know what I mean? That's a great question, actually. Because if it was just happened to be the only suit left at the costume. Go to Party City and just whatever <laughs> whatever they've got. All like one request. A purple block. It's got to be purple. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> they Come they, back with that. And then it took them till 2014 to kind of nail down. Right. They're like, I don't know what the hell. What? What is that picture? You know, what is that? <laughs> a taste bud? Holy! Sh- oh, we did it! Right. We found out what Grimace some, is. Some McDonald's executive kid was in college learning about taste buds. Right. And he's like, Dad, fucking Grimace <laughs> in the textbook right there. <laughs> You're going to be the next CEO, Dad. You're going to bring this to them. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I can't. Call an emergency meeting. Oh. I have the Grimace origin story. <laughs> Everybody can relax. It's locked in with the secret fried recipe. Right. Did they get rid of the Hamburglar? <laughs> <laughs> I was a lot of really like terrible things came into my mind, <laughs> and I decided to just... <laughs> Like I, f- I feel like I remember hearing a story that they got rid of the Hamburglar. Well, he's not offensive. I mean, he's just a... Oh, it does. Look, why did McDonald's get rid in the early 2000s? Uh, oh, he, never mind. Is it because he looks like a rapist? I don't know. Because we don't... He doesn't actually eat the hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a YouTube video he about... Just collects them? ...why McDonald's got rid of the Hamburglar. So I was right. He did. They did get rid of him. That's Sad. interesting. But they kept Grimace and Ron. I mean, if you think about it, all their characters are actually terrifying and yeah. weird. Like the Fry Guys. Did you see, uh, um, oh, what's it called? Domino's brought back. Uh, the Noid. The Noid. Yeah, the Noid's return. That's like 1989 right there. <laughs> Have you seen that family guy where Adam West tells Meg that he's waiting for a pizza and if she sees the Noid, tell him if he takes his pizza, he'll break his neck. <laughs> <laughs> the noise shows up and he tries to escape and Adam West grabs him and just <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was the Noid who should have avoided me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. One more story here, and this one is actually Oh my gosh, that was loud. <laughs> sure was. Swine it news. Had to be loud because we have a breaking story September fourth. Uh, in the Czech Republic. That's my mom's birthday, by the way. Happy S- birthday, Ma. September 4th? Yeah. Wow. And now she can ever be associated with wild boars. Hey, why not? In, in the <laughs> Czech Republic. Researchers at a nature reserve in the Czech Republic captured photos of a wild boar freeing two younger pigs caught in a trap. The first time they say such behavior has been documented in the animals. The same species? I guess. 
The incident reported in the journal uh, Nature happened in the. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what journal? I don't know. It just says in the journal <laughs> Nature. I don't know. It's I'd called Boar. <laughs> it happened in Vod Ur Adiski Bukini National uh, Nature Preserve. You gotta work Eastern on your Prague. accent. I don't think you. I don't I, think pitch. Like I don't know I what don't all know. the accents mean <laughs> over the E's and the C's. Um, pre- previous research uh, has suggested the intelligence of pigs. The wild boar escape plan that researchers wrote was fast, and particular behaviors were complex and precisely targeted, suggesting profound uh, proficial tendencies and exceptional problem-solving capacity. Like he made a plan? That's what it's saying. Did he use a tool? Like a uh, monkey? I don't know about that. I mean, he doesn't have thumbs, so it'd have to be... Let's see. At the reserve, researchers trap wild boars using box cages, which are monitored with cameras. They put ear tags, GPS. Two young wild boars were caught in a trap, which has corn as a bait. Once in the cage, the boys triggered the closed doors. Da, 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 da. Does it not say how they broke them out? The captured boars were in the trap for about two hours when the other boars approached the trap. They worked together? Based on pictures automatically taken every... Oh, yeah, there's some pictures. Is this it right here? Is that it? Yeah. Okay, I'll put this over. Um... Uh, Let's see. The they in the rescue attempt, which took twenty nine minutes, an adult female wild boar and five other boars began touching the log, securing the front door with their snouts. Wow! The female boar first charged the log with her head, releasing one end of the log, then went to the rear door, lo- rear yeah rear door log. While there is no photo of the female boar manipulating that log, it was freed by the next photo. It's because the, the boar probably put its hoof up over the oh, yeah. camera. One of the other boars. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, you guys can't invest in video. What the hell? Like, what? Come on. Take pictures. You want video, yeah. not pictures. Right. I mean, you, so can they buy, could... you can buy a camera for like $10 at Harbor Freight. Right, right. <laughs> so you got to think here, though. Like, most people might be like, so what? But you think the level of thinking is that the boar, you have to, the conjecture is, did the boar know and deduce that the log was what was keeping them in there? Or did she just get lucky and hit something that happened to work? I don't know. It kind of looks like she knows. Because that kind of like deductive reasoning is actually pretty freaking cool. Well, we've talked about boars many times and how they are definitely coming to kill us all. That's true. I mean, they're, they're all hopped up on coke and meth. They, they're always stealing it. I know. So, I mean, we've had at least 25 stories of uh, boar breaking in and stealing someone's Coke. Yeah. And meth. We're, we, so one of them stole a laptop. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's store the nu- he stole the nuclear football. So others, <laughs> <laughs> other species have been documented showing rescue behavior, um, but it's a rare sign of complex thought, including empathy and mm. social acts. Uh, the researchers note, in studies, dogs have opened a door to release their owners trapped in a box. Laboratory rats have also freed other rats trapped in a tube, and ants have rescued fellow ants trapped in a nylon snare buried in sand. Wait, That's ants? That surprised me about ants. Wow. I know that uh, I used to have birds that would open the cage door for one another. Wow. Because they, the, the, they could just throw them up and then... Right. Yeah. 
I want, but the question is, how did they learn? Did they watch you do it? Oh yeah, I think so. That's crazy. I assume. I mean, it's crazy. So yeah, well, boys are coming to kill us all again. Yeah, we're still. Well, I mean, they have a lot of empathy. That is interesting. So if it crosses over to, I've us, never heard someone say an animal have empathy before. That's the first time I've no, ever heard yeah. someone say that. That's true. But you know, I guess it has been shown, like the whale that pushed the lady away from sharks. Mm. Uh, I was just going to bring that? up like cross species empathy, right? Like obviously we have that, right? But yeah, the so a whale. I know. Yeah, whales have been known to do stuff like dogs. Obviously, do that kind of stuff. Dogs, yeah. dogs can sense that kind of stuff though. It, there's a whole that was one of the last explained episodes on Netflix talking about how dogs they can, can sense evil, s- read your behavior, <laughs> and know when you're bummed out and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you see a wild boar, uh, you should probably get I kind of want to. Out of there. <laughs> yeah, wild. I kind of want to domesticate one and like make it my bud. Well, that's what happened. That's why they're so I know. popular. I know. <laughs> Someone bred them with a regular pig and now they're super pigs. <laughs> right. I, I know. I know how it happened. That's why I don't have one. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. They're super pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't think I have anything else. All right. Me either. That's it. Um, yep. That's was it. Was that a depressing episode? I no, like I, think it was it was, good. I think it was good. And it's close to our last one, so you're welcome. Oh, if I you. thought you, <laughs> I thought you meant it was like like next week is our last one, and no, this no, is no. close to our... Like, <laughs> no, like... like uh, the Yeah, that's true. Most re- yeah, whatever. You know, depending you know what if I actually you know get it edited tomorrow. Right. You will. It doesn't really take... I'll, I'll bug you. Right. But anyway... Hey, thanks for being here, everybody. You can find us at The Arctic Pod on TikTok or just go to thearcticpodcast.com where you can watch our episodes or listen to them all for free. For episode 118, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.